0: welcome to kid coach conversations the show where we ask children quick fun and thought-provoking questions to develop their creativity critical thinking and many other key skills in just a few minutes every day hi my name is founder of kid coach and dad of two kids as a parent i was always wondering if i was doing enough with my children so i started writing questions for them that were quick and fun to talk about but also built key 21st century skills I knew they would need. When I shared the questions with other parents, they loved how it launched more meaningful conversations at home, and the Kid Coach app was born. Turns out that this approach is perfect for parents of 6 to 12 year olds who want to be more hands on in their children's development, and for those seeking conversations to get their kids talking and thinking, but who only have five minutes a day to do so. So if that's you, then stay tuned because you're about to hear exactly how it works. In these episodes, my team and I will be asking lots of different children questions straight from the KidCoach app, and you'll see how we can build the skills that matter the most simply through conversation.
1: This week we spoke with Eliza and Lucia, aged 11, about whether or not children should be able to set their own subjects at school. As it turns out, they already go to a school with some freedom on what they learn, and they had some great insight onto how useful they've been finding it. My question for you guys is, or my debate topic, if you will, is do you think children should choose what they learn at schools?
2: Um yes
3: and no. Like maybe like they can choose like how they want to learn it, but not really like what they want to learn, because they can just learn like how to make slime, and that's not really like what a thing you would really do in school for like learning that's more like science or at home
2: um I think
3: kind of yes
2: kind of no because like I think they still should learn like how to read or something uh because that can help you even if you're not like uh being a writer or doing something that you often have to read for like if you're making slides you would still have to read what Uh, what ingredients you were buying, what stuff like that. Um, So kind of yes, kind of no. And also, like, if you got to if you got to choose what you could do, you might um, get, like, you would get more of a, like, like, you would know, you would be able to choose what you want to do easier because you would you would be doing all these different things and learning all these different things um even if it's something you're really good at like making slime you can still find something new um and i think i think that would be okay but you would still have to learn like stuff like maths because you might want to know okay how how much would this be if i was buying all this stuff to bake cakes and stuff
1: Okay. Well, I'd like to put you on either side of a table, in a sense. Which one of you would like to be our yes person, who thinks, yes, we should all choose? And then which person would like to be our no person of no, teachers should always choose what kids learn? And I'd like you two to have a little debate.
3: Um, do you want to be the yes person? Or... I don't know. You can choose. I don't know. Um... I'll be
2: the no person.
1: Okay, so you're saying that teachers should always choose and it should be, you know, the the, the system schools should choose what you learn, right? Yeah. Which means, Lucy, you're on the side of children should always choose what they learn, how they learn it, and when they learn it. So this is going to be like a little kind of uh, political debate when you're back and forth and you're going to pitch your points each other and respond to each other so let's start with the affirmative or the yes question so Lucy I'd like you to pitch to me and to Eliza why you think that children should always choose what they learn when they learn it and how they learn it
3: um I think children should choose how they learn it um
2: I think children shouldn't be able to choose because they're learning they're learning a, a variety of different things and still being able to not do any of those things because like if you were learning art science uh and like li- uh literacy or english and maths um it's it's still a bit of a variety even though it's not many things and you can do a lot of different things with like just one of those things like you could be an astronaut if you learned science um and then even if you're not learning something in there you still would get to choose um if you want to be that so if you wanted to be a dentist a doctor, and you—you aren't you learning anything about that in school. You would still get the opportunity to do that.
1: Okay. So that's a good point, Eliza. You have already got a variety in the schools, and you already have a lot of things you can choose from. Lucy, how would you respond to that if you have to be the yes side? How would you respond and argue against that?
3: Um. Well. I feel like she's kind of right how teachers should, like, choose what you learn, but it depends, like, how you want to learn and, like, how fast you want to learn and, like, different, like, speeds and, like, different, like, when. Like, if you want to do, like, maths in the afternoon. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. And why why do you think it's important that kids should be able to choose? Don't maybe do kids know better or do you think the people that have you know the teachers that have studied how learning works do you think they are doing this because they know how it should be done
3: um I think the teachers are doing this of how it should be done because I think many schools they they don't really get to choose but we kind of go to a school where we get kind of get to choose what we want to do so a very long time ago I um experienced where you're not allowed to choose so it's kind of hard for me to remember um but I think you get should get to choose like what you want to learn I mean like like when but I think you should like study or like not study but like have what like you would normally have in school like maths, literacy or English um and like art and stuff like that
1: so when, when it comes to a debate like this, sometimes you have to argue points that are quite tricky to explain. So I'm gonna give each of you a quite a tricky point, And I wanna see if you can convince me and your opposition that it might be true, even if it is a really hard point to argue. So Eliza, I want you to argue this point to us. A, a kid wants to say they wanna learn art. They wanna take art classes, right? They wanna learn how to paint. But the art classes, they're only done in the mornings. And that's when maths is. And because of the maths courses they're doing, they just don't have time for art. Give me a reason why that should be the case. Why why they should learn maths instead of art and not get the choice.
2: Well, that's kind of hard because I would be on the other side with this. But Mm -hmm. I think it's because even if if you're doing something like math and you can't do art it doesn't mean you're not going to be good at art like maths can help you like if you're if you're bored <laughs> like sometimes when I get bored like my my brain wanders off and I was like I'm like just thinking of something random and like that if you're bored that can actually help you be more imaginative and like give you more imagination to do, and that can help you do better art.
1: Hmm. Well, it's a, it's a really hard thing to argue because you're an artistic person and being able to, you know, it's arguing that you shouldn't be allowed to do it at school is really tough to argue. But when it comes to debates, sometimes you do have to choose points that are tough to think about. So similar to Lucy then, to give you a question, what if one kid just really loves uh loves science they just love science so much it's their favorite thing and they say they want to do science every day and only science they only want to learn science classes can you argue that they should be allowed to well that's kind of um
2: that's kind of hard cuz actually in science you would have to learn stuff that that wasn't just science like how to write how to read how to calculate different things um and to help you like do science but also in science you can learn stuff like like maths and reading and writing so that's still Um, learning literacy slash English and maths because you're still doing them but they're just kind of in a different form
1: hmm okay and what do you think Lucy what's your opinion on people you know doing only one subject do you think that should be allowed?
3: um no because you like came to school to learn lots of different things and not just one thing because you can kind of learn science at home like watching like YouTube videos or just like figuring out for yourself Mm. and in like I think school you really came to like like learn maths and English not really like just one subject
1: well that's That is the tough part of it, if you get all the choice in the world you'll have blind spots, so if you only chose to do science, you wouldn't know anything about history and you wouldn't know how the English language works very well and you surely wouldn't have done art classes and maybe you wouldn't have done art at all. I've got a question for both of you then. Schools do a lot of variety, you know you get your English and your math and your science, you get maybe art classes and history and all these different classes. Do you think we have so many classes and so many different ones because we need to find out what kids like?
2: I think kind of. um, Because, like, if you have someone new coming into your your school or something, you don't really know what they want to do. You don't really know how you're going to teach them. You don't really know what level they're at. So... I think I think that kind of is true, um, and also that can help the kid like decide what what sort of thing they enjoy, what sort of thing they 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 like to do in school, and like what kind of thing hmm. they want to do.
1: Well, if someone had never studied history at all at home, and then suddenly they start learning about you know, the history of the world and it really interests them. They wouldn't have known that if they could choose all their subjects. If they only ever chose to do, say, sports and maths, they might never know that they really liked history. So do you think there's a balance here? Do you think we can make a balanced system where there is the variety, but also choice? Is there a way to make that perfect?
2: Um... not really sometimes well it it depends i don't really know like how to explain it but like it's it's not always going to be the same
1: how oh, so is, is there is there no way to make a perfect system for learning
2: well there can be ones that work better for you like um If, like, if you were doing homeschooling or something and you were doing something in, like, and you were doing some, and you were learning the things you would learn in school, um, that doesn't necessarily mean you'll learn the same things, the same if you were in school, um, because you can, um, you can be learning something in a way that works for loads of other people, but it doesn't work for you. Like that. That all the teachers they get taught um, how, how how kids learn, how they think kids learn, but that's not necessarily how that kid will learn best um because you may be learning um something exactly the same um as uh homeschooling but you still it might not be the way your brain works it might not be how your brain functions it might like your brain might not like understand that like the same if they were doing if they were learning it a different way um
1: yeah so if you two became the the leaders of a new school like if you were the both the headmistresses of a school how would you design the curriculum how would you make sure that people could choose their subjects but also made sure they got enough of an education if you had to say pitch this to a board of educators you had to say this is how my school will be run How would you think you two would run a school?
2: Um, (laughs) Let me know. um, I would probably run it like, um, I would definitely do make people learn in a few different ways, like get them to learn If they were doing science or something, like whatever subject they were learning, I'd make them learn in lots of different ways. So they had a chance to figure out which which way they learn best in, like um, if they were doing if they were learning columns in maths um, and that like they were learning it a certain way and it wasn't really working for them. I would try it in a different way or something um, to get them to, to try and understand it.
1: You think there's maybe a 50-50 balance where half the time you have to do certain subjects and half the time you get to choose?
3: Yes, sort of.
1: How do you mean sort of? What's, what's your perfect idea of how much you should get to choose your subjects?
3: Um, well, I don't really know how to say it, but, like, I have it in my head. It's just really hard for me to say.
1: Is it similar to how your school does it? Because you mentioned that your school gives you a lot of choice. Is it similar to that?
3: Yes, because we go to an academic school, so, like, it's not, like, a mainstream school. It's less stricter and...
1: Okay. Well, some, some of the people who are going to be listening to this podcast might actually not know how that works. So how does how does your school work differently to other schools?
3: The teachers, I'm uh, pretty sure they're a lot kinder and, like, funnier. And you, there's, like, less people. There's only, like, 70 people in the whole school. Oh, wow. So <laughs> there's not that many schools. And it it's just, like... A lot funner because you have more freedom.
1: So do you choose your subjects there?
3: No, you
2: have we use since it only started like last year, um, it's still been working out some kinks. Like uh last year we had this thing where you could opt out of a, a lesson, so except, except for, like- for literacy and maths. So you would have to do those two because like if you don't do them you actually the school like you have to do that to be a school um so they had to make us do that but like you could opt out of science um but then they realized that that was kind of not working because people would often opt out of something and they they wouldn't even go to ask whoever was teaching it what like what they were doing um and they would just opt out because they Thought like, oh, I never liked this thing. Why should I do it? Um, but now we d- don't do that anymore. But there are a few things you can decide to do like, you can do Spanish, you can learn Spanish, or you can do like forest school, yeah, or y- you can do like a forest school thing where we mm. go into the woods. But um, you can like choose if you want to do that or not.
1: Okay, and do you think that that is a better way of? learning than a regular school it doesn't matter if the teachers are different but the system of educating where you get that bit of choice do you think that makes your school experience better than a regular school yes so it's a little bit of choice maybe there should be a curriculum where there's a lot of balance but you think that little bit of choice makes it a whole lot better
2: yeah yeah
1: okay i see that from all the questions and debates that we've had you guys seem to like the idea of choice, being able to choose plenty. We, we did talk in a previous one about bedtimes uh, and you thought that was, it was good to be able to have plenty of choice. And you know, same with school. Even if it's a little bit, it seems like you are quite a fan of giving some independence back to the kids, yeah? Yeah. That's good. I think I think people can learn a lot from that. And I think that in the future, maybe we should open up people to giving kids more of a chance because clearly they're smarter than a lot of adults might think they are so thank you guys that was really well done
0: so there you have it what a great conversation that was filled with some fantastic coaching moments i found that regular conversations like this can make a big difference in equipping our kids with the softer skills they need to thrive in tomorrow's world as you've seen, it doesn't have to take more than five or 10 minutes. And when you're doing this at home as a parent, it can be squeezed in anywhere that you have a moment. During the school pickup, over dinner, at bedtime, etc. Now, I know you'll be inspired to do more of this at home with yourself, with your kids. And so I really want you to check out www.kidcoach.app or to search for Kid Coach App to get the app, which has this and hundreds more guided conversations just like it. You can get started for free and immediately start making a big difference to your child's future success and happiness. I really, really believe that these softer skills are what the next generation will need to thrive. I'm super keen to support you parents in developing this through conversation at home. So thanks for listening. Make sure you download the Kid Coach app and subscribe to this podcast as well to get our next episode straight away. My name's Coven. You've been listening to Kid Coach Conversations, and I really hope that you have a great conversation with your child today.
1: If you enjoyed this podcast and found it helpful, consider taking a minute to leave us a review. We want to help to inspire as many parents as possible to have these kind of meaningful chats with their kids, and it would mean the world to us if you could give us some feedback. If you could give us a thumbs up or a comment wherever you normally find your podcasts, it'll help us reach more people and improve the show going forward. Thank you for listening.